All the dinner ladies, all the dinner ladies, all the dinner ladies, all the dinner ladies. Now put your hands up. Hello, and welcome to episode 72 of the Stu and Al pod with me, Al. And me, Stu. Stu. Hey, did it right? Yeah, you did. Ah. Stu, did you, um, at the start there, I was talking about all the dinner ladies. Yes. Um, now it's coming towards the end of the academic year. Mm. I think we should dedicate this podcast to the dinner ladies. All the, all dinner, the dinner ladies out there. All the dinner ladies out there. Yeah. Stu, your mum was a dinner lady, and so was mine was, at one point. Was, yeah. So, uh, what's your favourite thing about dinner ladies, Stu? And Chicken. don't say they're legs or something like that. Um, they're just kind. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Mrs. Eaton got hit in the head in the football? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was a dinner lady. Gosh. Hit in the head in the football, and then she had a bloodshot eye afterwards. <laughs> So we are out in the streets of Nottingham, and yep. the, the first club we are in is the whistle uh, and flute. Whistle and flute. Get the old whistle and flute here. We are wearing whistles and flutes. Not really. Stuart thinks he looks like a mod today. I am. I've got my Lambretta polo shirt on. I look alright. Where'd you get that from? Lambretta.com. Did you? Yeah. You want to go on Atom Retro? They do a lot of Lambretta yeah, stuff. Yeah, but keeping it real, because I'm a mod. Mate. Atom Retro. Is anyway, forget all that. Go on then. Go Look, on. Out. It's episode seventy-two, right? Yeah. So this week. I've managed to track down five famous 72-year-olds, and you have to guess who they are. Oh, good. I like this. Uh, what they're going to do is they, they're going to hide behind that chair over there so you can't see them. Yep. Uh, but they're going like, you know, to say a few lines to try and help you guess who they are. Okay, so here's mystery guest number one. Oh, hey. I used to be on Oprah Winfrey, and now I do my own show. Don't fuck with me. Uh, I don't know. Ellen? That's Dr. Phil. Oh. Next one. Fuck off, you dirty, dirty bastards. Studio. Oh, um, Phil Collins. Yes, Phil Collins. Next one. I'm on the Premier League of Blackburn. Oh, Kenny Dalglish. Yeah, that's Kenny Dalglish. These are 72. Yeah. Next one. Hey, hey, Alex. I'm a one-eyed monster. And I bully politicians for breakfast. Oh, Gordon Brown. Gordon Brown, yeah. Text her like some. And uh, last one. Hey, so I, uh, I land airplanes on the river. What you gonna do about it? Sully. Yes, Captain Sully. Not to be mistaken with the... Uh, the uh, monster from Monster, monster, monster Sink. Um, name is... Uh, sadly, uh, although they've all just had to leave now due to uh, prior engagements at this year's Weddy Wangling Championships in Stockton on Tees. Oh, still, I wish we were going to that. I can't get tickets. No. <laughs> so, um, is it a new feature for you um, called Why Isn't This a Thing? <laughs> right. Now, this isn't particularly funny, but it's something I thought about the other day, right? Because I bought um, some multi-pack cans. No, yeah. So, like, of uh, Sprite and 7-Up. I was doing a lemonade challenge. Okay. Why isn't this a thing, right? Multi-pack variety of cans. They're all different companies. Well, I knew you were going to say that. Stu, did you know that the Coca-Cola company oh, make Lilt. Coke, Fanta, Dr Pepper, uh, Cherry Coke, Fanta, Lemon and Sprite. And Lilt. And Lilt. And Tab. And Tab. Why isn't there a variety pack? An eight pack right there. Diet, normal, cherry. No, because you've got your own different diets. That's what you've got, a di- diet variety. How good would that be? Right, well then, Coke, Cherry Coke. Yeah. Um, um, Dr Pepper. Three. Cherry cut, yeah, you've got cherry cut, Lil, yeah. Four, Fanta, uh, Fanta Sprite, Six. Fanta Lemon, Seven. Fanta, Fanta Fruit Twist, eight pack. 
how good would that be? I'd buy it. I mean, well, I don't drink fizzy pop anymore, but yeah. But with PepsiCo, you could have Pepsi and Seven Up, Mountain Dew. And they don't do that many, but still, should Walk, be a thing, didn't it? Walkers could do it with a variety pack. They own like French fries and squares, yeah. don't they? Yes, they do. And quavers, they own quavers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's way into me. See, oh, actually, wasn't there a one like that before? I think that's some variety. Like that, yeah. But they should do it with drinks, shouldn't they? Because you can get it with alcoholic, because you can get. Um, oh, uh, get a bottle of rum, you can have that all as a mixer. Yeah. There's eight but rum and mix. You've got, um, what's it, um, Thingy Dog, Brew Dog, they do a variety pack of cans. Unbelievable, isn't it, Stu? It's a good idea, though, isn't it? Yeah. Brilliant, I'm glad you like that. Well, um, I'd get it for a rum. Rum and mixer. Eight. Eight. Rum and mixer. The other thing, Stu, why isn't this a thing, right? On the, I was on the bus on the way to get the train, and um, I think rather than having a bell to get off the train, there should be a fat, elderly gentleman <laughs> sat in the middle seat at the back. Stopping! Right, he's got a walking stick, okay, and um, if you want to get the next stop, you've got to go over to him and bring him a gift, something like a pork pie, scotch, scotch egg, egg. Um, something like that, yeah. or a pint of ale, and he'll, and he'll shout, Next stop, driver! Like that. But if you don't get him anything, you've got to wait till he gets to the final destination, which is like the bus station or something. <laughs> Passenger exiting! So you don't always have to have a treat for him, but he can turn down the treat. So if you were like, oh, I've got some chewing gum, he's not going to want that, is he? Uh, if you say to him, oi, whale, I want to get off. Yeah, he's not going to listen. You've got to have a, a, a small amount of pork pies with you. Or maybe the bell that's like got a built-in speaker, so you got like four to choose from. You can go, "Yoo-hoo, driver! Yeah, stop, please! Next stop, boy!" <laughs> and then, um... <laughs> well, anyway, Stu, let's move on to top three. Top three. In <clears throat> each episode, me and Al are set. A, uh, a subject, if you will. We tell you our top three things about that subject, and then we get Twitter to tell us their top three things about it as well. Yeah. So, for example, Alf, you to say to you what are your top three insoles for trainers. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I generally don't know. I'd go with fluffy, firm, and spiky for that edge. Oh yeah, like with like, like real horrible spikes. So oh, each step is a pain. Yeah. The saying, each journey starts with a single step, would really be difficult there, wouldn't it? So Stu, on this, um, for this episode it was your choice, and you chose? Well I chose the sporting affair, because I thought there'd be a third person. Oh yeah, Chris. But he backed out. <laughs> Chris from VAR at the bar, defunct podcast VAR at the bar. He, bo- he bottled um, the appearance he's... just like his podcast bottled being a podcast. Chris was going to join us, but he's not very well at the moment, so hope, get well soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll al- also, uh, I had a great, Chris, you ruined it. I had a great thing about an announcement for VAR at the bar that was going to last throughout the entire show and then really put you on the spot at the end, so you ruined that joke yeah, for Cheers, me. Chris. Thanks for that. But Stu, sorry, carry on. It was uh, top three. Um, so it was top three players from your favourite sports team. Doesn't have to be football, it be any sport. Your top three players for that team. It was Stu. Uh, I, I think we spoke earlier in the week and I said that I've gone for sort of, not necessarily my favourite players of all time, but I've got the longevity of the players and what they meant to the club and what they meant to me. 
So do you want me to go first? Yeah. Well, so actually, with this one, I, I say longevity. I've gone with Kieran Trippier. Oh. He joined Newcastle in tw uh, 2022 for £12 million, signed from Atletico Madrid. Absolute bargain. Now, the reason I've chosen Trippier... How much? £12 million. Is that it? The reason I've chosen Trippier is that he is such a, a, a leader on the field. I generally don't think we'd be in the position we are now in, in, if we didn't have him. Because I just think he sets up goals, he's made 44 appearances, he scored three goals, scored a few free kicks. Yeah, free kick I, I, just, I, I worry now that when he eventually retires, who we're going to replace him with. Because he's such an influential player. And I know that you know people talk about Newcastle with a lot of money and stuff like that, but at the time when we bought Kieran Trippier, we didn't spend a lot of money. And the only real money that we spent was on, How old we, we bought Trippier about 31 or 32. Oh, is it? Um, so we bought him, but we back we bought Dan Burning, you know, um, Sven Botman. We bought Target. We weren't buying big name players. We were buying, you know, we were buying cheap. And to finish where we did with that team I think is a lot is down to him uh, yeah that's pretty much all I've got about him I, he's just he, at the minute he's my favourite favourite player and that's why he's <coughs> on my top three players so my favourite my current favourite player for Chelsea is not in my top three okay. number three I've gone for Frank Lampard scoring 147 goals in 429 appearances and he go for Man City wouldn't it? sure Lampard became Chelsea's top scorer in a trophy laden career Signed from West Ham for ten million pounds. Talk about a bargain. He's loved by the fans who gave him the chant "Super Frankie Lampard." Super, super Frank, super. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, he can score, he can assist, get stuck in. He's a proper midfielder. Not Maybe. for England, he won't. With him and Gerard. That's Gerard's fault. Should have dropped one of them. Gerard should have dropped out. Gerard. Uh, easily one of the Premier League's best ever midfielders. He also made 106 caps for England, scoring 29 times. Lamps also played for West Ham, City and New York City FC. An absolute top draw midfielder who always gave us all for the club. Excellent, well done Stu. Well my number two Stu, I am going for Newcastle legend Shola Ramiobi. Hey. Now, <laughs> Shola Ramiobi wasn't the greatest player in the world, but he played for Newcastle for 14 years, from the year 2000 to 2014. He came up through youth ranks, uh, made 312 appearances, only 53 goals. For a striker, that's not great. Um, he's now the loan manager at Newcastle. He is the older brother of Tommy and Sammy Amiobi. He's a what? He's the loan manager. Oh, looks uh, after the loan. Yeah, looks after the loan players. Introduced him around, stuff like that. Actually knows the club really well. Uh, he's Stu, one of the reasons I love Solar Amiobi is because a lot of managers used to come in, new managers, and they said he's the best player in training. Like, the stuff he does in training is phenomenal. Just couldn't do it on the pitch. Uh, he also used to always score against Southampton. I remember him scoring a hat-trick against Southampton. Scored away at the new Camp as well against Barcelona. And when we got relegated, the first time we got relegated to the, uh, to the Championship, he, he was absolutely brilliant. He stayed and he was brilliant. And I just think, I really like Shelly Ramiobi. All the mercenaries fucked off and he stayed behind. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going with Shelly Ramiobi. Good choice. Two for John Terry. There's a banner at Stamford Bridge that simply says, Captain, Leader, Legend. And that's exactly what you got from JT on the pitch. Oh, and off it. Definitely not off it. <laughs> Every single match. Terry was a 
<coughs> rock in defence and excelled under the management of Jose Mourinho especially. During his career, Chelsea went undefeated at home for three seasons. Had it out. Uh, one title winning season, they only left, they only lost once and conceded only 15 goals that year. 15 in one season. That's yeah. uh, It's a rocking defence. Terry also notched up 41 goals in 492 appearances. In his career, he won five Premier League titles, five FA Cups, three League Cups, two Charity Shields, a Champions League, and the Europa League. The Champions League, famously, where you uh, banned for the final, stripped down to full kit, oh, including yeah. shin pads, to lift the uh, trophy there. Full kit wank, yeah. To the extreme. <laughs> Uh, during his Chelsea career, he made six appearances for Nottingham Forest on loan and spent his final playing season for Aston Villa. Oh, he did, didn't he? Terry also made 78 appearances for England, most of them as captain, scoring six times. I mean, if you think about it, he's probably the best centre-half the Premier League's ever had. I, I always remember there was an England game and a player was having a shot and he basically just threw his face in front of the ball and it was really low down. Yeah, he just sort of like threw his body in front of the ball. It was so impressive. I was was watching that in South Africa that game and Uh, it was along the ball and he just like, it's like the World Cup game on the Game Boy where they did the diving head on. It was literally like that. He is one of those players where I just think like, England are crying out for a decent centre-back. Like the, of that well, they had it. pedigree. Terry and Ferdinand. Yeah, they, I don't know that how was, that 2014 didn't win anything. Because the midfield, they didn't work the midfield right. And now, <coughs> you drop one of those players, you would drop a midfielder and play it right. And we always had that issue with the left, and we never really probably had a good left sided player. But now, with the way that the game is, you don't need to be a left sided no. player to play on the left. So, yeah, it's, he was a great player, to be fair. But my number one to do, I don't think it's any surprise, going to go with Alan Shearer. Yeah, has to be. He's my favourite Newcastle player. Yeah. Um, played for 10 years for Newcastle between 96 and 2006. 303 appearances and 148 goals. Um, so still not broken, is it? No, still not broken. Uh, he's joined League's top scorer, isn't he, as well? Yeah, still at the moment. Well, Kane will get it because he won't go anywhere else. He'll stay at top. He's going to stay He won't. He will. He always does this. He's like Mbappe. Oh, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave. This is the thing, though. Would you rather have a trophy or a record? It's a weird one, isn't it? Because you just think, like, Shearer stayed at Newcastle because he generally, because he's from Newcastle, he wanted to win a trophy with his boyhood club. But Kane isn't, like... If Kane went Munich, though, he's guaranteed the league. Yeah. But they got a massive chance of winning the Champions League as well. Because that's what they were missing this year. Yeah. They had a decent striker. They had, they had Lewandowski before and they got to the final. Mm-hmm. Sold him, brought in Mane. Class player, but he's not... Yeah. out and out striker like them busted. So, so now they've got Kane, so get Kane. Yeah, they should just throw anything they can at him. Well he joined for 15 million from uh, Blackburn. There is a statue outside the ground um, of him, his iconic celebration, and there's also uh, Shearer's Bar which is outside the ground as well. Oh. Uh, I just And all the times we've been to Newcastle we've never been to Shearer's Bar. No, because when we used to go, it was when Mike Ashley was there and the bar wasn't open anymore, I'm pretty sure. And it was, or it was changed a different name. The statue was also moved and it's been moved back now when the new owners came in because Mike Ashley didn't like anybody. He didn't like Keegan, he didn't like Shearer. Yeah, it was a wanker that was. was absolute moron. But Shearer was just, he is Mr. Newcastle. Yeah. Um, and he was always a player where if he was injured, I generally thought, we're going to struggle here. Like, whereas now, Callum Wilson's injured. 
I think, well, we've got players who can back him up. Shearer, there was no one to back him, like to take his place. He was such a such a good player and would, you know, score you a countless amount of goals. So, yeah, that's my number one, Stu. Here you go. Didier Drogba. Great player. Drogba, regarded as one of the greatest African players of all time and was a huge fan favourite with the Chelsea faithful. Signed from Marseille in the summer of 2004 for £24 million. Pounds. Drogba eventually struggled for uh, Drogba initially struggled for Chelsea joint, scoring just 16 times in his first two seasons. That's 16 season one, 16 season two. Uh, but in his third season he flourished and bagged 33 goals in all competitions. Became the first Chelsea player since Kerry Dixon scored 30 goals in the season. Drogba went on to score a total of 164 goals for Chelsea in 381 games over two spells. When he came back, oh, yeah, that was one of the happiest days of my yeah. life. Terrorised defences, especially Arsenal's, with speed, power and lethal finishing. I mean, he is one of the best strikers the Premier League's ever had. Great kisser he, as well. What? <laughs> <laughs> he was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. A brilliant man. Just brilliant. Where did he go when he left Chelsea first time? He went Galatasaray. Oh, that was it. And I think he had a stint in America, then he came back. And then he went, I think he ended after the season when he came back. Yeah. And then he went to Canada, Montreal, Impact, and then he returned. He's got a bold head now. He has, not he? Well, thank you, Stu. Let's see what the uh, social media people said. Well, do the honourable mentions, right? After. Should we do that now? Do that now, yeah. Go so on. I got a shit <laughs> All right, then. Uh, go on, then. Reel yours off, and then I'll reel mine off. So, mine, i got uh, Thiago Silva, Rhys James, Zola, Makaleli, Essien, Ivanovic, Mikel, Desai, Leboff, Czech, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, Heidegger Johnson, Damien Duff, Hazard, Jesper Gronkjaer. Oh yeah, he was survive. great. His goal against Liverpool qualified us for the Champions League and if we hadn't qualified, we would have gone under. Yeah. Uh, Michael Ballack. There you go. Oh, two fire engines going past there. Michael Ballack, yeah, good choice. Uh, Stoke, my honourable mentions are um, Nobby oh, Solano. Sorry, Dan oh. Petrescu. Dan Petrescu. Mine are uh, Nobby Solano, Peter Beardsley, David Ginola, uh, Rob Air, Hatton Ben Arthur, Gary Speed, Shea Given, Barry Venison, Colacini, Philip Halbert, uh, Kevin Nolan, Stoke, Joey Barton. Oh, come no, on. No, but he was great for us. <laughs> um, Bar, Cisse, Rule Fox, great player. Uh, uh, Robert Lee, David Batty, Pavel Cernicek, and of course, Keith Andy Gillespie. Cole. Oh. And Keith Gillespie as well. Tino? Did not say Espria? Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, oh, Espria, yeah, sorry, I forgot Espria. And, uh, Darren yeah. Peacock? <laughs> no, I didn't. Know. Philippe Albert? Yeah, I've got Philippe Albert. Yeah. I said that. Sorry, yeah. I didn't miss, I didn't So there we go, let's get to the social stew. Yep. We've got a lot. Quite a few. Real through these. Yeah, we will. Um, so top three, uh, we've got Yorkie. He's picked Ferrari as his top team. Yeah. Top three drivers: Charles Leclerc, Sebastian Vettel, Rubens Barrichello. Uh, Will is top fan. Got Kane, Bale, and Ledley King. Hold on a second. He said that Ferrari is his. What about Michael Schumacher? Oh, hell. Uh, Kane, Bale, and Ledley King. Uh, Max is a Grimsby fan. He's come for Omar Bogle, Harry Clifton, and John McAfee. Yeah, don't know now. Uh, Ryan, Man United, he's gone for Rooney, Giggs and Cantona, but then he took out Giggs for Bruno Fernandes. Oh, so he's definitely a plastic God. fan. 
How can you take gigs out for Fernandez? But then what about all the other players? What about Steve Bruce? Gary Pallister? Oh, Fernandez. Oh, scum all of the players. Uh, Claire. Nothing on Forest fans. So Ryan Yates, Joe Worrell, and Matt Cash. What about uh, Jason Lee? Well, Katie Lester. She's gone for Muzzy, is it? Steve Walsh, Casper Schmeichel. JR, the Wolves from the 70s. John McKay, John McCall, Frank Monroe, Mike Bailey. Honorable mentions for John Richards, Bernard Shaw, and Kenny Hibbert. Kimbo France, Zidane, Giroud, Mbappe. Loretta Lester, Lineker, Heskey, Schmeichel, honourable mention to Izzet. Richie B, Man United, Ronaldo, Rooney and Scholes. Johnny, Bert Arsenal, Bergkamp, Henri and Vieira. And cult players, Ibue, Stefanovs and Luzhny. Okay. Honourable mentions to Jeffers, Shamak, Squilacci and Gramani. Gav, regular Gav, talks to old show. Peter Schmeichel, Gary Pallister, Lee Sharp. Uh, Wolfie will come back to Keza G Rooney and she put Rooney yeah. Usain Bolt and Jonathan Phillips okay who's Jonathan Phillips uh, Sheffield Steelers ice hockey oh right Evan Chelsea's on Hazard Tam- Lampard and Terry Alyssa went for Roller Derby Scold Eagle a lunatic Calamity Jane oh yeah they're my favorite players Paul Shepard Bergkamp Henri and Perez and Colfrey Bouet Vela and Quincy Awusu Bay. Frankie's off for Pedro Martinez, Johnny Damon, and David Ortiz. I put cheers, Frank. The Diesel played for some Boston team. People there played for the Red Sox at one time or another. I put ah the good old Red Sox. I prefer the Minnesota Twins as they're better. And then he's replied with a darling. Yeah, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. And Wolfie. Yep, good old Wolfie. Man United fan, of course. So Wolfie put Rooney Beckham and Rooney's kid who's going to be sick for Man U. Yeah. I put, for once, I can't fault your answer, Rooney Jr. is a Man United Academy player, so there you go. You're still a prick, though. <laughs> Wolfie put Wolfie, ask your dad to take a photo of you, then get that photo developed, and then look at that photo, and that's a prick. <laughs> Impressive from yeah. him there. You see, you baited him, though, didn't you? You baited him. I did. I put the fact that you spell it photo, F-O-T-O, makes all this irrelevant. He put podcast is irrelevant, mate, whatever that word means. (laughs) Podcast is shit. (laughs) I put in here while still taking part. And then he's put only good thing on it, (laughs) F-I-N-G. No. It's like he doesn't know what T-H is. as well thing. and that is everyone excellent well Stu uh, it's my choice for the next episode it's getting well it's summer Stu lovely weather you would think it in New York yeah. um, so Stu what I thought is um, the next top three I would like your top three ice cream or lollies on a stick so it has to be on a stick okay I'll give you a pen in a minute Stu so you can write it down um, so it's got to be on a stick so you can have a Magnum, for example, because that's an ice cream on a stick. Raspberry Magnum. Or you could have a, uh, a, 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 a rocket lolly. But it's got to be on a stick. Yep, as long as it's on a stick, then you can have it. What's the ice cream then? Well, Soler- no, not a Solera, a, a Magnum. That's an ice cream on a stick, isn't it? Technically. Oh, okay, so anything on a stick. Anything on a stick. Ice treats on a stick. Yeah. Pretty much anything you can get from um, a, uh, a, a an a ice cream man. Or an ice cream man. Yeah, but it's got to be on a stick. So you can't have a 99, you can't have a screwball, 
And so don't I, say I'll just put on a stick because it's a stupid gav. You'll do yeah, that. Yeah, you will gav. Dickens. So it's ice treats on a. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's so lovely. Wolfie, uh, here's one for you. Ice treats is something that you buy from a shop. You've probably never done that in your life because look at the state of you. But it's an ice treat that you put on a wooden stick. So, like what your mum sits on for money. Oh. Well, anyway, that is, <laughs> if you'd like to get in contact and tell us your favourite, what is it, Ice Treats on a Stick? Ice Treats on a Stick. Then you can, we are stillnowpod at gmail.com or at stillnowpod on Instagram and Twitter. So that was top three, and now it's time for the Naughty Corner. We can discuss our favourite songs and films in the Naughty Corner. Ooh. In each episode, we are going through the noughties and telling you our favourite single and uh, film. film from each year. On the last episode, it was your favourite film from the year 2004. And uh, we uh, we put a poll out on Twitter, well, Stu put it out on Twitter, and we got you to vote. I think we had quite a few votes and retweets this, this time, Stu, as the last I saw. So uh, Stu's going to find that now and go through the uh, results, Stu. Uh, three retweets uh, from yourself and Wolfie yeah. and someone else. Uh, 100 and 108 votes in total. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's good. Um, we had a few before we did the uh, the, uh, the poll out. We had some comments on this as well. Oh, bloody hell. Um, so the one that talks shite all of his life. Yeah. He's put good list for bullshit. Apple what? Where's Life Aquatic, the best film of the year? Well, Chris Comrath didn't like that, so we decided that it wasn't going to yeah, be Yeah, Chris there. Comrath don't like it, we don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Deal with it. And we thought those four films are better, so it didn't make the poll. Hope this helps. He called us Philistines. Comrath put all day long and every day of the week for a Napoleon Dynamite quote. You could have just called it, like, look at Gab trying to use his big words with Philistines. You could have just called us cunts. Yeah, well, he's a twat, <laughs> isn't he? That's why he talks so old shy, it's fun yeah. to say it. Uh, Gav said he'd be happy if Napoleon Dynamite wins, although I went with Life Aquatic. Uh, no, I went with Team America. Both Trump, both Trump, Shaun of the Dead, though. Yeah, it's bullshit. Anyway, so, uh, with last place, 6% of the vote, Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind. Yeah, that's right. Which is also better than Life Aquatic. Third place was, was uh, Napoleon Dynamite, only 14%. Wow. I think it is a film you either love or hate, though. I like it. I, I love it. <laughs> Dinner, get the food! Your, was that your pick? No, no we both picked on the, the dead. dead. But I think I voted for Napoleon Dynamite in the end. <laughs> yeah, I, can't I think I might have actually. Um, second place to America, World Police, 20%, I should have conferred. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a massive win for Shaun of the Dead, 59%. I think it's the most mainstream of the films, isn't it? It was a very good film. Yeah. So uh, on this episode, Stu, it is uh, your 04 single. Yep. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I picked, um, I'm going to stick with the country and western vibe, yep. as I will be every time I do this. 95 by Dolly Parton? Nope. Whiskey Lullaby by Brad Paisley and Alison Krauss. Oh, brilliant. Never heard That's of it. Absolutely phenomenal uh, song. Yeah. Phenomenal song. Uh, it's released in March 29th, 2004. Recorded a year earlier. Bloody hell. Uh, on Arista Nashville Records. It only reached number 41 on the US Billboard chart. It was class, and I'm going to go see uh, Brad Paisley at the North Dakota State Fair next week. I can't wait. State I'm going to buy a cowboy hat, and I'm going to hopefully get on stage and give him a hug. It's a state fair, Stu, so what, they have like a big ball competition or something like that. Big what? No, they're going to bring out the big balls. Who's got the biggest ball? Not balls, ball. Yeah, they probably will do. It's, it's a, a chili cook-off. 
They've got cook-offs, they've got destruction derby, which I'm going oh, to. I actually really want to go now. Destruction derby doesn't win. Uh, no. there's, there's all sorts of bands playing. Eric Church is there, 500 Death Punch. And uh, I can't wait to go. Sounds good. So you're going with that, Stu? I'm going to go with... Uh, oh, sorry, mate. Oh, yeah, you, oh, go, you no, go. Oh, sorry. Um, I couldn't be any more different. I'm going to go with uh, Love Machine by Girls Aloud. Now, oh, you uh, love that, though, don't you? We spoke about my favourite, my love of Girls Aloud um, <laughs> and their, their music. Um, Stu, did you know that Love Machine, I think, is probably one of their biggest songs. It only peaked at number two in the UK singles chart. Um, it's from their second album, What Will the Neighbours Say? And oh. uh, I think What Will the Neighbours Say was also a lyric in the song Love Machine. So I love the song Love Machine. Yeah. It's one of my favourites um, from Girls Aloud. I like the cover by the Arctic Monkeys. I did like that the cover by the Arctic Monkeys. It was great. I think when we went to karaoke once, I sang Love Machine, but I did it in the style of Arctic Monkeys. Um, and that's when that bloke kept going up to do um, Lose Yourself by Eminem. And, uh, oh shit, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, when I first got up there, because we got a bit drunk, I said, uh, My mother in law, what a man, which is a Lee Evans joke. And he got up afterwards and he said, Oh, thanks, Lee Evans. And I thought, Oh, he's noticed that. So when I got up afterwards, I went, Thanks, Eminem. And ah. I thought, Actually, he could have probably beaten us up. He looked like he might. He didn't, because he was an old man in a vest. No, he wasn't. He was quite young. Oh, but he, he got tracky bottoms on in the vest. I don't mess with trackies, yeah. mate. He thought he was Eminem. But he was more like Eminem's. Like the. Oh, he's more like a cunt. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stu, what have the uh, socials said? <clears throat> so, we've got Kez G. Yep. Actually, he's pixel rubbish. I'll defend Kez G on this. Uh, Someday by Nickelback. I like Nickelback. I'll, um, I'll stick up to you there, Kez G. I'm a big fan of Nickelback. Seeing Kez G on Thursday, Stu. Yeah. Yeah, we've got to see Tim Vine. Are you serious? Yeah. On Thursday. She bought me tickets for my, for my birthday. Oh, yeah, because I asked if I could go, she said no. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, well, Joe. Send me a picture when you're there. I will do. And I'll be... Thursday, that's a rest day. Okay. So I'll be probably in the hammock. <laughs> With your lemonade. <laughs> well, lemonade's you, different out there. It's not busy. Or your sarsaparilla. <laughs> <laughs> Eduardo, wipe. <laughs> uh, you don't talk much, oh, do you? I really wish I could go to that. Man. You know what? I think I've seen Tim Vine more than any other comedian. I've never seen him. Apart from in Edinburgh when I saw um, a... I can't remember what their name was. I saw him every single night. <laughs> I still see the same people. Alright, put this out there. Keza G, once I'm back from America, me, you and Al will meet up one, one evening for some sort of board game night in a bar. I'm back. Sounds good, that, doesn't it? Yeah. Go on then, read the rest off. Uh, I'll tell you what, we'll put Nickelback through then, because you like it, Keza G said it. Well, we'll see what the other songs are, yeah. guys. Probably going to get this. Uh, Brendotron, uh, N.E.R.D., She Wants to Move. That's a great song. This is a good song. What happened to N.E.R.D.? I don't know. Oh, it was Pharrell though, wasn't it? So he went off and did his own stuff. Frank Gay. Frank's gone for uh, American Idiot by Green Day. He did initially pick Hey Ya by Outkast. Oh, that's a better song! But that's not from 2004, so oh, Gav, Gav like, knocked on it and uh, made a big deal out of it. Okay, okay. So uh, Frank changed to Green Day. American Idiot, it's a good song. Yeah. Probably better than the AR actually. Um, regular Gav went for Muse, Sing for Absolution. Okay. 
Not bad. Dale has gone for Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand. Great song. He Love did pick song. another song before, but I'm not going to tell you what because he deleted the Twitter post, so he probably doesn't want me to share that. All right. Johnny has gone for Leave by Jojo. Oh, is that Get the... out. Oh, yeah. Right. I now, don't want you back. Johnny did pick it. No, no, no. That's not that. Oh, okay. You're thinking of Fuck You Right. Oh, yeah, because it was like... It was the... Jojo was from my little pop tween. Okay. So originally Johnny picked this for his one hit wonders, but then he found out that she did two songs and they were both massive hits. Ah, okay. So I picked this for you, Johnny. He's not actually selected it, I've done it for him. There you go. Uh, and Alyssa, Are You Gonna Be My Girl by oh, that's Jet. That's a great song as well. I, to be fair, Stu. Let's put Jet through, because like. Yeah, Jet, Are You Gonna Be My Girl. And then and I'd my... go with Franz Ferdinand. Take me out. Yeah, love that song. So a poll will go up on Twitter in the next episode. Um, there you go there you go in the next episode we would like your top film from the year 2005 you get in contact uh, with us stillnowpod at gmail.com or at stillnowpod on Instagram and Twitter still to come still to come still to come in a special Nottingham based episode Al ruins another show when he goes to London. Yes. London! For the Bag of Nails. It's Zodiac vs. Zombieland in the final edition of Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. The replacement we'll tell you about. Mike Reed offers more tips. Alan Sugar turns up in the news yes. with a new feature. <gasps> oh, excited. Um, for now, here's Al with an advert. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for. How's that? Are you a guy? <laughs> Do you have a nutsack? <laughs> Does it get sweaty? <laughs> then you should listen to our new podcast, Sweaty Nutsack, where we talk to celebrities and give advice on avoiding a sweaty nutsack. Our recent guests included Christopher Walken. Hey, uh, dipping in a bucket of cream. Boris Johnson, with token powder on my nutsack, and Bruce Forsyth, fan it with a large playing card. That's the Sweaty Nut Nutsack Podcast, available on Apple, Amazon, or wherever you download your podcasts. SweatyNutsack.com. And now it's time for In the News. In each episode, <laughs> Stu uh, tells us a few news stories. Uh, he'll also go through the news. Now, I've already just said that. Uh, the weather, sports, Elder Dr. Doris, and a new feature with Lord Sugar. Well, I can't wait, listeners. So, Stu, here are your headlines. Parents' anger after safety experts say school bus passengers should be belted. Oh. Strong winds blow Fiddler off the roof. <laughs> And Mystery of Restaurants Exploding Tea Towels is finally solved. <laughs> and can I just point out, uh, there was a, obviously a, a lot of controversy around a newsreader. Stu wasn't that newsreader where we found out it wasn't Stu. No. Nope. Um, obviously, we know who it is now. It wasn't me, it wasn't you, but it was Hugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. Although we have got our asses out on camera before, but not for young girls. No, just for, for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a perfect. Anyway. Oh, plus, D 
do bears get moody on a diet? Oh, are you trying to get a new uh, the, the episode title? Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, that doesn't even feature in the news either, no. so... Find out. But first, an old man went viral this week after being seen shouting at clouds. <laughs> Herb Guntfutter, 81. That's <laughs> dude's got his head in his hands. We're seen, we're seen shouting, seen along the pier in Blackpool, raising his voice and then shouting at the clouds while shaking his fist. It's not Grandpa Simpson. Very much. That's where I got it from. <laughs> no stranger. <coughs> no stranger to controversy. Herb has previous. In 2010, he was fined for trying to sell a tape of seagull to a bench, stealing his chips. And just last year, he was seen arguing in an IKEA for an hour. Well, then it turned out to be his reflection in a mirror. <laughs> we reached out for comment with uh, Herb, but he spent the whole time trying to eat the microphone. So we'll try again another time, yes? Yeah. Next, a woman was rushed to hospital this week after snorting her son's ashes. Good honour. Mavis Buckle from Florida was unresponsive, so we spoke with Dr. Copernicus Thunderstorm instead. He said, well, it's not the first time we've had a patient like this. Just last week, a man was admitted having snorted the ashes of an elderly relative. We think he did about half a grand. <laughs> Very clever. <laughs> but we managed to save the woman anyway. Uh, she kept saying when she dies, she wants her ashes in a glass urn. But this remains to be seen. Oh, very good. A woman accidentally purchased 250 donkeys this week and now doesn't know what to do with them. Or does she? She said, it all started when a donkey fell out of the sky onto my lawn. Meet Eeyore. Here Brilliant. Such a good donkey. So I um, wanted to buy him a friend and they delivered all 250 of them instead of just uh, one. Eek. Uh, this one here is addicted to cocaine. He's called Ass Crack. <laughs> oh, God. This one is a cross with a small dog, Jack Russell Derrier. And this one has three legs, we call her Wonky. And that one over there has got one, one leg and one eye. That's called Winky Wonky. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Doris now plans to, whatever her name was, she now plans to open a donkey petting zoo where you can also buy condiments and charge your phone. It's going to be called Ass, Salt and Battery. Oh. Condiments? <laughs> condiments. <laughs> Scientists in Belgium this week have begun killing ducks to see why they're dying. Nineteen ducks were tested to see what could be causing them to die. Seven were on quack cocaine. <laughs> the rest were just regular ducks. Test continues. Meanwhile, two Scottish ducks were flying south. First duck said quack. The second duck said, I am flying as quack as I can. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Okay. A bit of sport, Al. Yes, please. In sport, tragedy this week as the body of the Highland Seek champion was found behind a cupboard in Enfield. <laughs> a little too good for the game. Healthy Dr. Doris. Had to operate on a Lego man this week. It's the first plastic surgery I've ever performed. Yeah, that's good. Travel. 
Uh, a cabbie was left fuming this week when he pulled over to pick up a drunk passenger. A drunk pulled the taxi over, leaned into the window and said, have you got room for a lobster and three bottles of wine? And the driver said, yes. The passenger said, fantastic, and leaned in and threw it all up. <laughs> Alan Sugar's 90s dating corner. <laughs> Lord, you got kind of Lord Sugar. I ain't gonna call him Lord. <laughs> no. Take it away, Al. Uncle Alan here. I'll sort you out. That's my catchphrase. You want a woman? I'll sort you out. You want a man? I'll sort you out. I'll sort you out. Ah. This week it's Phil from Somerset. Take it away, Phil. Alright, I'm Phil. Or Big Phil to me friends. <laughs> but not to the ladies. Not to the ladies, <laughs> that's right. I'm shy. My hobbies include grass, dressing as a Viking and Lego. I do fashion photography and I like to sail. Looking for a well-spoken lady. No dopers, no smokers, no posers. I like to wear bright socks. And I'm interested in all types of data processing. Are you that woman? Please give me a call. <laughs> Lovely. Weather will be scattered. Oh. Well, thank you, Stu. That was in the news. And now it's time for Dinosaur Park. The last ever... Dinosaur Park goes tits up. Hi. On each episode, Stu and I have been watching a film, an episode each. We've been going through the alphabet. And uh, we have been asking each other five questions on it. Now, this is the last one because we're on the letter Z and it's, I gave Stu the film Zodiac and Stu you gave me Zombieland excellent Stu I watched Zombieland this morning and uh, you know what I was putting off watching it because I was like oh I can't even bother and I remember how much I loved it when I watched brilliant it film, brilliant film so good I watched Zodiac last night but I fell asleep for the last 45 minutes don't worry you. Ooh, there's a question about the end but that's only if you get to the tie break uh, so uh, we'll see Stu, would you like your questions first? Well, let's go with the tagline. Oh, sorry, tagline. <coughs> go on, give me a tagline for... Uh, so, yeah. Don't use a watch brand for your serial killer name. Oh, yeah. And mine for Zombieland is Zombies. That's it. I forgot to write one, Stu. Ah. <laughs> um, so, Stu, do you want your questions first? No, I'll read yours first. Oh, okay. Go for it. Alex, question one. What is rule one for surviving Zombieland? Cardio. And what is rule two? Double tap. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, I got like four questions in the opening ten minutes, I think. <laughs> That's what I usually get. Uh, Tallahassee's weakness? Um, Tallahassee's weakness is... Oh, Christ. Um, clowns. Twinkies. Oh, it was twi- Yeah, I am thinking of one person. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. Uh, what's the number that's painted on Tallahassee's Three. car? Three. Yep. How does Tallahassee get the attention of the zombies in the supermarket? I want it precise. Oh, he plays dueling banjos on the banjo. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> and you got four. Oh, I'm happy with that. No way. I, I think it's probably because I've only got uh, watched the phone. I did try to pick some easy questions. Stu, uh, where does the film take place? San Fran. San Francisco, well done. Uh, the sign, uh, the sign near the start of the film says, coffee, delicious as... Pie. Hell. What is Jake Journal eating as he sits down at his desk? He's eating a, an, a, a pastry item. What is it? 
pancake. No, I mean a cookie. No, it's a don't. It's a donut. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. So it's the last one I'm giving you. That I one. couldn't think of the name of the um, treat. What colour is the taxi? Um, orange. This. Oh, orange yeah. yellow. Yellow, yeah. Like any taxi in New York. Oh, the one where you get shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, question five: When drinking, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Jake Gyllenhaal are having, are having drinks in what colour? Blue. Blue. Correct. Cocktail. Well done. I was going to say what I was trying to get a question where it was about the little umbrellas. I can't remember the name, events. but I remember it was a blue cocktail. Yeah, it was a blue drink. Just do you scored four as well. So we go on to tiebreaker. What is the song played in the opening credits? <laughs> Dunno. <laughs> oh, it's for whom the bell tolls. Oh yeah. Metallica. Stu, um, greatest bands of all time. Your tiebreaker is what kind of store is the su- suspected killer working at at the end of the film? Oh, it's like a. Oh. Oh shit. <laughs> I know the guy in the factory. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a hardware store. Uh, so, so that was four all. So it ended 13-7 to me. So you won, um, what was the first quiz called? Bastermind. Bastermind. Uh, I've won this. So, so, listener, in the next episode, we are starting... Listeners, that was more than one of them. It was not many more than <laughs> one. <laughs> Um, in the next episode, we are starting, uh, and I've, I came up with a new game show, and I shared it with Stu, and we discussed it, and we, we decided upon this. Now, the reason I've chosen the title for this is because it's easy to do a, chat, do a uh, jingle for it. It's called, it's called, You're the One That I Want. Okay? And we will go through the alphabet, and we will choose our own topics to answer questions on. We will get, um, so, for example, the next episode is A... I will be doing. I want questions from Stu on Alan Partridge. Oh yeah, Bastermind reset each other's subjects, didn't we? Yeah, so this is like Bastermind, but an easy one. So that's why it's called You're the One That I Want. Stu, for A, you want American president. You want American president, and um, should we use Wikipedia? Yeah. So we will use Wikipedia to find our questions. So we get to pick our own topics. So that it's a, it's a little bit easier for us. So it's pretty much just Bastermind, but we get to choose what we want to go and look on. So it's that pretty much that simple, guys. But we'll go through the alphabet on that. So stick around, and uh, you'll be probably wondering what the jingle will be for that. If you've ever seen the film Grease, you'll know. So that was Dinosaur Park. Let's get sold again. You're the one that I want. Ah. Now it's time for Tales Down the Bag of Nails. In each episode, me and Al taking turns to get down to the old smoke. I'll land in London. Uh, we'll go to England's, Europe's, the world's finest pub, the Bag of Nails. Uh, this week, Al went down to London. I did, Stu. Well? Well, Stu, they, um, they were filming um, a new episode. Um, they're, they're doing a new series of Bernard's Watch. Oh, and they were fuck. basically doing a test episode. I'm watching the TV. In the- Matt, turn around so you got listen. You got. So they were um, so they were doing a test episode for Bernard's Watch. Um, so they had the narrator down there narrating things, and then um, I don't know why it was taking part in it because <laughs> I think I think it's been written um, like it was in a house. Let's just say it was written and it was performed in a pub. Just okay. get on with it. Here's the tape. Click. Bernard, now forty-six, 
finally found his watch after years of searching. A very special watch that could pause time. Bernard now had the biggest celebrity nude website in the world. <laughs> Didn't someone ask not to do Bernard's watch? Probably. But today he had a problem. Bernard love, I've got tickets for Pamela Anderson Live in Liverpool tonight. What is Pamela Anderson Live? I don't know. Said Bernard's mum. But I've got tickets to Anne Robinson's one night, one woman show, replied Bernard. Well, you can only do one, said Bernard's mum. Bernard clicked his magic watch and his mother froze in time. Shows what you know, you old twat. <laughs> Screamed Bernard before punching his elderly mother in the face and went through a list of obscenities. He clicked his watch and his mother sprang back to life. Oh, I've got a sudden headache, Bernard. You'll have to go alone tonight. She groaned before slinking off to bed. Right, said Bernard. Time to get ready for a busy night. <laughs> he muttered before retreating to the bathroom with some Polaroids of the remaining Golden Girls in compromising positions, massaging his aching wrist as he went. And that's where it sort of is. Good. Do you like that, Steve? The fact that he, he's got an authentic porn website. <laughs> now it's time for Mike Reed. In each episode... <laughs> Sorry, Steve. I apologise. I wasn't going to do it in the end, and then I thought, no, I'll go for it. Um, in each episode, Stu... Um... Someone out there likes that. <laughs> you were laughing. Yeah, the old twat bit. <laughs> <laughs> He's aching for it. <laughs> All right, Pictures on. of the gold. <laughs> Good choice, to be fair. Yeah. Um, in each episode, Stu has a cassette tape of two tips from Mike Reed. Stu, you got your tape now? Thank you, and click. Uh, what? <laughs> Hello, pal. Sorry, that's I was having a shit. Why read here? I don't know what. That's a bad mic. Good job. Good job. That's it. Right, here's two tips, and I must uh, hurry up, so I've got to go. Get away with naps at work by raising your head and saying, in Jesus' name, Amen. <laughs> Lovely. And, in a rush on a rainy day, well, Oil floats on water, so cover yourself in oil, wait for that downpour, and then fly to where you need to go. <laughs> Mike out. Yeah, that's quite good, that one. I like that. <laughs> well, thanks, Stu. Is that the, that's the end of the episode, Stu. Yay. Well, yeah, we've recorded it in one bar. Good. Uh, we've done well. Um, mainly because no one else comments. Stu, have you got anything for the end of the episode? Yes. So we, oh, let's get the uh, on email. Let's get the stuff out of the way first. Um, right. So on the next episode, we would like your top three iced treats on a stick. Magnum raspberry. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, in uh, what's the next one? Uh, what's the other one? What else are we looking for? Your oh, top film uh, two thousand five. Yeah, top film two thousand and five. There will be a new feature, which is you're the one that I want, which we would place in dinosaur park. And also, um, any any singletons out there? If you want your uh, singleton. Single. Oh, okay. <laughs> if 
you want your dating audition tape to feature on Alan Sugar's 90s dating Steve, I'm a singleton, can you do mine? Yeah? <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, send in, send in your uh, tapes to our email address, doanalpod at gmail.com, and uh, we'll, we'll pass them on to Sir Alan. Yeah. Oh, Lord Sugar, sorry. Lord Sugar. Whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> if I had. <laughs> Stuart, this podcast is inspired. Do you know? You, do you reckon when he my favourite Jim Carrey film <coughs> is Liar Liars? <laughs> well, I've been working all my life, and now I'm retired. <laughs> my PlayStation controller was always wired. <laughs> I was out in the streets. Someone gave me a piece of paper about a show. Yeah, I was flying. <laughs> My favourite Bruce Willis film is Diet. <laughs> That's the best one. The tangent wins again. That's the best. Diet. <laughs> That's the best. Diet. Right. Go on, do your email now. We ain't going to beat that. Maybe just end the episode. This <laughs> doing now. Long time listener, first time emailer. Why do squirrels run away from me? <laughs> Clearly they're not hoarding problem as a cry for help, but they always run when I get too close. What am I doing wrong? Am I reading too much into their mixed messages? P.S. Madam Kim, Pavilion, standing tickets only. Two left, you in, Ashley in Brisbane, Australia. Well, Ashley in Brisbane, Australia, of course we're in for Madam Kim. We couldn't not be. It's far, isn't it? I don't care, Stu, standing room only, I'm going. I'll go. Oh, brilliant. How are we getting then? I don't know. Boat. Oh. <laughs> um, so um, that's the second time we've done that today. Yeah. Um, Feared squirrels. Don't worry, Stu. It's not your problem. Oh, oh it's good, isn't it? Uh, to be honest, squirrels are cunts. Um, yeah. So just be happy that they're not going anywhere near you, and uh, you know, live a happy life. We could ask that old uh, king, William the Conqueror. Yeah. Huh. And it, you know, if it, it really, really, really is annoying you, and they're say in a forestry area, set fire to the trees, and that'll Just sort shoot, them out. Shoot the squirrel. Yeah, shoot them. Throw bricks at them. You know, whatever you want. Hopefully, to I get the chance when I go to America next week to shoot a squirrel. Yeah, that'd be nice. Stu, I'll send you a picture if I get one. I've, uh, I've got a little game, a little game for you. Always. Um, now, when we did the, uh, what's the film with the missing words? Do you remember when we did like I read you the synopsis of the film, but I skipped every other word? Yeah. Now I've got what's the TV show with every other word? So you ready for it? So I've got seven for you here. Seven because that's how many I could fit on the rest of the paper. So I have skipped a word. Um, I've skipped every other word. Okay. So here we go. Number one. Soap exploring lives, relationships. The Off Street Erinsborough. Neighbours. Yeah. The talk, no, this is number two. The talk, everything related, new to their show it. This is really difficult. Say again. The talk, everything related, new to their show it. You'll never get this. Top gear. BC, if you miss a word out. Number three, Deputy Grimes up at two. Wait a minute, let me finish it off. Sorry. Deputy Grimes up at to the in and lead group survivors stay. Walking Dead. Yeah. Number four. 
Interviews, analysis, expert of English league matches. Matches of the day. Yeah. Number five. <laughs> I'm going to leave number five to the end. Number six. Uh, Grove, the and of Group Young, who members a club. Biker. Biker Grove, yeah. Number seven. Game where aim score fewest <coughs> possible guessing, least answers by in on subjects. Pointless. Correct. And number four. Now, number five. Go back to number five, Stu. Landry, Tamara are separated birth, learn each existent come as. Sister, sister. Correct. Oh, before we go. Yeah. <coughs> um, today we did the, on the show, we did the Naughty's Corner 2004 song. Yes. What we forgot to do. Yep. Was reveal what we, Wolfie said. Oh, yeah. So, Wolfie said, milkshake, does have a milkshake at Man U. Yeah, yeah. I said, what the hell are you talking about? He said the song Milkshake, you daft knob. <laughs> hey, you not even, not even, not heard it. <laughs> I said, oh yeah, that one. They don't sell milkshakes at Old Trafford, though. He said, did I say I got it from Man U, though, mate? I get it from Mackey's on the way. And I said, so you have a milkshake at Mackey's, then, not Man U, dickhead. He put, did I say I drank it at Mackey's? Fuck sake, you think, knob. F-I-C-K. Yeah. I drink it at Man U. <laughs> I put you're not allowed to bring drinks into ground, swat. He said, I'll sneak it in, dickhead. I, mean, I don't believe you've ever been to Old Trafford. He's replied with the Rio Ferdinand Merch <laughs> gift. And I just put the end. And on uh, that bombshell. And that bombshell. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Stu. Goodbye. <laughs>